I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Tom. Yeah, Taylor. What kind of dog can jump higher than a building? Uh, What type of dog? Any kind of dog. Buildings can't jump. (laughs) Got you! Bork, bork, hello. Bork, bork, hello. Welcome back to the Floof and Papa podcast. Thank you all for joining us today. My name is Taylor. And I am Tom. Uh, I kind of anticipated you mimicking me and you couldn't because you've only got one syllable. <laughs> oh, uh. yeah. Sorry. And okay. I'm Tomla. Tomla. No. That was no. a weird start. <laughs> How are you doing, Tom? Yeah, I'm doing well, Taylor. How are you? Pretty good. It's good. Pretty good. good. I got to pet a... um. A sauce? No, was it a sausage dog? I think it was a, like a dachshund. A sausage. A sausage dog. A sausage dog. Um, and his name was Nacho. Oh, that's pretty cool. He was so cute. And I was sitting at my desk at work, and they were going, "Here, Nacho! Here, Nacho!" And I was like, "What is occurring?" And then I went in, and there was a dog, and I was very excited. Why are people beckoning these nachos? Yeah, I was like, nachos maybe just go come. up and get them. Like, Come I don't on. know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's my story about Nacho. Do wow. you have a story for me today? Yeah. Uh, well, my, mine's like less of a story um, and more of a, it's kind of like last week when we were talking about those airport dogs. Not yeah. last week. It was about three weeks ago now. It was a while ago um, now. And um, it just reminded me of this cool thing that Australia has. It's called SADA, um, which is Search and Rescue Dogs Australia. Um, so like dogs oh, SADA? With SADA. Uh, I think it's like SADA and I was like, Mm, mm, mm. Sada, and uh, it's basically like all of these dogs that are like part of fiber grade, like search and rescue, when like oh, like SES, yeah, kind of like SES dogs. Cool. Um, and basically, like you can sign up your own dog if you if you're interested enough, and you can go through this whole training program with them if you've got like, wow. a particular breed that they're like, yeah, that that dog would be great. So there's like a lot of golden retrievers and labs. Yep. Um, they always get all but the they, attention. They do pretty much everything. They're your everyday do everything dogs, I think. Um, and yeah, so basically they give you like a year training program where these guys are like an emergency service and they go out and pretty much rescue people. That's so um, cool. And like search and find people in like after big fire events and 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 other things, like I'm assuming they're uh, trained for like disaster stuff as well. Yeah. Like looks of things. So that's so cool. It's like, it's pretty interesting stuff, I thought. Um yeah. What so, kind of um stuff do they have to do? Like, what are they trained to do? Now, let me just pull up the uh, where is it? The blog, blog. It's on the blog. Yes. Um. Yeah. Because so, I would imagine um, it's a lot of like saving, pe- like dragging yeah. people out of stuff, or like. So there's sort of training 2018. Ooh, 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 ooh. Like um, this year. Yeah. So this so it's year. It's a new initiative. Uh no, it's been going for a while, I think. But I mm. think they're just talking about their their programs. Started in 2017, buildings. There you um, go. Yeah, and so basically they take them through these like little crash courses and give them treats when they do the right thing. And then there's literally disaster canine workshops. So 
preparing for disasters like <laughs> it, earthquakes. It sounds like the canines that are a disaster. Like yeah, if you have they a problem, are disaster dog, canines. Like bring your disaster yeah. canine. So um yeah, they're like they're just prepared for all of these. That's so cool. Wicked disasters, which is not great, but uh. Well, no, that's not, not great. But at least disasters. the doggos are healthy. Yeah, the doggos are there. That's so cool. Frontline defenders. Mm, mm, mm. What kind of dogs are allowed to do it? Because I'm going to have one guess that Zola is too small and too fluffy <laughs> to do it. Yeah, I imagine it would have to be like full-size dogs. Um, I think. Full-size dogs. Full-size dogs. Not um, half-size dogs. They've got to be, they've obviously got to have recall training, I think, um, because, well, what's the point if you let your dog off and they run away and, and they don't just really run. find yeah. anybody? Um, so sorry, Lupin, you're out. Uh, <laughs> mostly Labradors. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, Golden Retrievers, as said before. Um, but I believe they have a like a contact page, so you can get into contact with these guys and see if your dog is like eligible. And essentially, email them and just be like, "Hey, I've got this breed of dog, um, and it's this old, and it's trained well, in these certain things." It did have an age limit too, hey, because I, I think once I dogs imagine- get past ten, they usually start to retire. Yeah, them. that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, so from jobs, not from life. Yeah, from from, from life. <laughs> um, yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. So that is so cool. It wasn't. It wasn't a very long story, or a very interesting no. story, or a story at all. But like these people no, are really no, no, cool no, it's about awesome. lots of things. And I think if you've got a dog that is totally trainable, um, and you want to do this and join join the search and rescue team, it's volunteer. Um, but like it would just be like the funnest thing to do with your dog, I think, and it would be really rewarding. So. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Do you know what? That actually works in perfectly with my breed today. Really? Because I'm doing Dalmatians. <gasps> and Dalmatians are sort of famously known for being like firehouse dogs. Yeah, yeah that's it. Fiber grade dogs, Like right? fiber grade yeah, yeah. dogs. Although I haven't seen any kind of comparison to that in a long time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that a, feels like a memory from my childhood to think of like Dalmatians as fire dogs. I think it's in 101 Dalmatians. There's something there, I think, in the cartoon. I'll tell um, yeah, uh, mascots. Yeah, mascots yeah. now. Yeah, but I imagine back in the day they might have been used as yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here we go. I can even tell you. Oh. So Dalmatians come from Yugoslavia, oh. um, originally in 2000 BC, um, and they were we we can date them back that far because they would appear on Greek friezes and tablets showing them working with the chariots of ancient Greece, old, hey. yeah, that- and Rome, and Egypt. So you can actually see on the like ancient artifacts that there's like dogs with. Spots. Dogs so that's how you spots. dogs with spots. <laughs> dogs with jobs and spots. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate doggo. The ultimate um, dog. Basically, over the years, they oh, they come from Dalmatia in Yugoslavia, which apparently is where the name Dalmatia is a place. Dalmatia. Now I want to go there and just hmm. be like run over by a bunch of Dalmatians. Why are they called Dalmatians? That's oh. <laughs> I assume Dalmatian had some kind of etymology to do with. Like dot or spot. Yeah, marking, I thought it was. I it actually doesn't. like in my brain. I thought it was like something to do with dominoes because dominoes <laughs> are like all like spotted bits of wood. And I was like Dalmatians, oh dominoes. Why I does that have a linking in my pizza? head? And no, I was like, no, what? Why? No, not no. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Dalmatians have been used as dogs of war, border patrols, oh, cart wow. pullers, sheep herders, dogs of the hunt, circus performers, and coaching dog. War. Dogs of war. Dogs of war. Dogs of war always makes me sad though because it does make me sad. But it is such a cool title. Just like there's dogs. I would watch a movie called Dogs of War. I don't really like war movies, but I'd watch one called Dogs of War. I think there is a movie called Dogs of War. Or war dogs. dogs. But is that about dogs or is that about humans? It's about humans, really. You know, like isn't there isn't there a Tarantino film that has dog in the title and it's not? 
Reservoir dogs. I'm going to go right ahead and say that's not about dogs, is it? Mm. Nope. Mm. Ah, Dogs of War by I believe not about dogs. Uh, Yeah. See, they keep fooling me with these titles. That's it. They keep getting me. Usually if the word war is in it, it's about war. It's about war. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The dogs were adopted in the 1800s by fire departments and it was not an unusual sight to see Dells running through the streets of London to clear the way for the horse-drawn water wagons. The breed remains friendly with horses and modern-day field trials still test the abilities of Dal to perform these duties. So Dal is the shortened Dal, nice. name for a Dalmatian. Oh, it's cool that they still run them through the training as well, just like even if they're not going to use them in today's society. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, they stand out for their spotted coats, obviously, black <laughs> or liver spots on a white background. Uh-huh. Their outline is square, which is a funny way to phrase it. But yeah. <laughs> Wait, sorry, what? <laughs> it's totally true. Oh, uh, like... Like rigid? like I think it means like if you were going to outline them, they're they, kind of in the shape they, of a square. Okay, like they're not right. a round dog. Yeah, they're not like a, a round looking dog. Yeah, yeah. And they... Ah, uh, uh, okay. Producer right. Zane just clarified that the hips are the same height as the, the front shoulders. Yes, so like so they the opposite would be sort of like a German Shepherd, which its back legs sit a lot lower than its shoulders do. Yep. Yeah. Yep, cool. And then there'd be dogs the other way that have much higher butts than their... Yes. Fewer. Yes. <laughs> I can't name a breed. I, I can on picture the spot. it, so it must be so. <laughs> unless all the dogs in my head this just is, have really big butts. This is playful dogs that stick their bum up in the sky, then technically, yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, moving along. <laughs> moving along. Um, they have wonderful freedom of movement, uh, taking long strides, showing smooth, powerful rhythmic mm, action. They would be fast. Oh, deafness presents a major problem to the breed. Oh, no. That's so sad. It's like a career ender for them in the fire brigade as well. Yeah, well, well any kind of job, they'd probably need to be hearing quite well. So mm, mm. They're also prone to bladder and kidney problems, so don't oh, cage them so for too long. So many dogs are, though, hey. It's really upsetting. But well, you know. it comes from a lot of, like, being put in cages for too yep. long. Yep. They develop urine. Yep. That, that is um, a shame. They're pretty, pretty big dogs, but they are outgoing and friendly, free from nervousness and aggression. That's true. You don't often see a, like a nervous Dalmatian. Uh, I have seen some, except yeah. like it's usually when they're not directed towards something. And what I mean by that is like if they're not um, given a focus. Occupied, yeah. Like occupied with like, like, you know, work Dalmatian dogs would be totally fine and comfortable except i think if you're keeping it as a house dog and just as a yeah that's a house that's pet, kind of it what might this, just get a bit if it doesn't be yeah, yeah that's kind of what this page says it's like well if puppies that aren't reared or disciplined correctly can become hyper yeah which i don't think they're using to exaggerate like literally hyper yep yep um dals are dedicated and loyal they always want to please but because of their determined nature will perform bad uh, will form bad habits mm. so they need a lot of like rigorous discipline yeah, definitely. Um, they're mild-mannered, affectionate dogs who enjoy company and clowning about. However, mm-hmm. their strength and stamina can sometimes be too much of a challenge for some <laughs> owners. Dals take at least two years to settle down. Nice. So yep. as puppies, <laughs> which we would know from the hit movie uh-huh. 101 Dalmatians, mm-hmm. yep. they can be Man, those puppies were out of control. They were beautiful. They were beautiful, but... Oh. <laughs> Um, I so I recently watched the 101 Dalmatians movie. Oh yes, because yeah. um, on our network, that's not canon. We've got another podcast that's called Disney versus Disney Debate. Get on and it. basically we take two Disney movies each week and we pit them against each other mm. to try and find out which is the ultimate Disney movie. So of mm. course I took 101 Dalmatians. Yes, being one of the top 
Whoa. <laughs> I wanted to say heads up, but I was recording a podcast. We just had it. <laughs> but now you've said it and explains and that now, we're recording a podcast. But everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, obviously I took 101 Dalmatians um, out of the dog Disney movies mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. defended it. Yep. Um, and that actually comes out on Saturday. So if you want to jump across to Ooh. our other podcast, I'll link it in the show notes. It's called Disney versus Disney that. or Disney vs. Disney. Um, and yeah, I, I defend the 101 Dalmatians title. So you'll have to go over and click to see if I see if I win my debate against Lady and the so, Tramp. So, so how, how do they win? Is it based on votes? It's based on five criteria. Which you can, which is listed uh, in the podcast, uh, uh, and um, then producer Zane determines oh, a winner based on points. Okay, so yeah. basically bribe Zane, win game. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what okay, I did. Cool. So anyway, uh, <laughs> if you're interested in that, you can jump across where I tell you lots more about 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, the kids, the puppies in that, oh, they're very cute, and they watch the TV, which I forgot about <laughs> that. How they like lean up on the TV and they're like, oh, it's so cute. Um, but yes, as puppies do not over-exercise Dalmatians, they're a breed of incredible endurance, as seen in the yep, 101 Dalmatians, yep, yep. Um, and travel at a moderate pace almost indefinitely. So that's why the puppies live through the snow in that movie, just that's so crazy. you know. Yeah. Um, because of their hunting instincts, they love to run, jump, and climb, so caution should be taken at all times to ensure safety. So many people do not put up proper fences uh, and barriers they, for their dogs. So are they... Like runaway dogs as well, sort of thing. Um, or? I think if they're, it says that they're um, susceptible to bad habits. Uh, so okay. I think I if you train them, them from the beginning yeah. Yeah. that they can run away and get away with it, and you'll laugh and just like chase after them, then <laughs> they'll do it. Then they'll but do it. But if you yep. teach them like it's not acceptable, recall is important. They'll they'll yep. probably yep. become yep. disciplined enough to to do that. But anyway, that's mostly what I've got in Dalmatians. <laughs> they're just so cute. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I Beautiful just want to look dogs. at photos of them all the time. <laughs> it's one of those dogs, I don't know why, that is like such an interesting breed because of the way it looks, but I always forget about. Yeah. Do you know? Because oh, I, 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 I we don't have a lot. Yeah. I think I've only seen a Dalmatian once in person. Oh, really? Yeah. I've not well, met a lot of Dalmatians. They're not for the super common here. Time, um, sort of only seeing Dalmatians, except, you know, like in 101 Dalmatians, they've all got these like big, cool spots. And that, like, you know the look of a Dalmatian, except everyone that I'd met before working where I work, um, they all looked like like really tiny spots or they'd barely show through. Yeah. And it just wasn't, like, the satisfying, oh, that's a Dalmatian. That's a Dalmatian. Um, yeah. So I wonder if that's, that's sort of how story. they're <laughs> bred now, though. Yeah. Not as uh, well, I don't know. I'm perhaps. seeing a lot more now that look like really good-looking Dalmatians. But, um, like, there's a lot of variations out there i guess yeah i wish i could see more of them we don't they're not i don't know if they're not very popular or just australia doesn't just like have yeah. very many well i imagine there wouldn't be many breeders in australia actually not of dalmatians it's pretty specific yeah. i think you'd probably have to like we wouldn't find them in adoption shops like you'd have to That's go it. yeah and like an originating where they originated um yeah I they're not really they're, from they're here. quite winter dogs as well maybe well i think they can they can handle they can it. handle yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like having said that, they're short haired, so they could probably stand the heat as well. But I yeah. think they're good with endurance and yep, yep. change. So like walking in the snow for them it's just is like not going to be a problem. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of or, uh, contrasting to our snow. land here, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Probably we should know, but I don't. Yeah. So. Sorry, guys. Let us know in the uh, comments <laughs> if you figure out why Dalmatians aren't prominent in Brisbane, Australia. Um. In the meantime. Yeah. What have you got? Have you got a tip well, or a yeah, trick for uh, me today? My tip and trick is um, introducing cats to dogs or Aww. vice versa um, because 
like this is really important if you want to own a cat and a dog at the same time and if you've got an old cat or like an old dog that's not necessarily mm-hmm. used to each of the breeds. Shout out um, to our friends at the um, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat podcast. Yeah, yeah. I suddenly panic that that's not what it's called. <laughs> it is what it's called. Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. But yeah, a little yeah, bit of a yeah, cheeky yeah. collab Because here. it's really important, obviously, because you don't want your, your cat or dog to hurt one another. Um, and Absolutely. So, so um, yeah, basically the, the key thing here I think that they're really going to get at is um, you've got to introduce your dog to the cat in a very, very safe way. Like this is first meeting, so you've got to do this right the first time and then consecutively for weeks and weeks and weeks on end and make sure that they are monitored to get used to each other. Um, like Because if you've got a dog that immediately reacts to seeing a small fluffy thing run around, like my own dog, um, you want to be very careful because you don't want it to think that it's okay to go and Hunt grab it. or get in its face and... Yep. All sorts of things. So the reaction, well, the interaction and introduction has to be really, really monitored. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they've advised here on this uh, Pets for Homes site that I'm checking out is uh, making a safe space for both your dog and your cat that they mm. can run away to that the other can't get into. Um, so like it's probably easier to just like make a safe spot for your cat because it's a lot smaller. And yeah. so if you like build a small little doorway that your cat can run away into, your dog is obviously going to be limited um, unless you've got a small dog. Good luck. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially when they first meet each other, you want to be with them and sort of if your dog is too intense or your cat is too intense, you want to be holding one of them back and let them get close to each other so that they can sniff and be okay. No sudden movements and none of that stuff. It's really important. Um, you know, you can do this with um, older dogs and cats as well. Um, in fact, this sort of training is advised for older dogs and cats. No, um, really. Because when they're young puppies and kittens, um, usually they're generally okay in most cases. Yeah. Um, because they grow up getting used to the animal that they're around. And oh, they yeah. The I guess that makes early sense. On, um, which is really good. But uh, cats, old, older cats and dogs, um, have a lot of trouble because they get set in their ways. Can't teach an old dog new tricks, as the phrase goes. Oh. But you can in this case. You can. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, um, it's important not to rush it um, because the bonding is going to take a while and you just need to be really, really aware of what's going on when they're in the same space together and make yeah. sure that they have their own room and safe zones that they can get away to or relax in and not be bothered by the other. Yeah, so, totally fair. Yeah, so that's, that's generally what, what you got to do. Does it say anything about um, like eating habits? Because I know like my housemate mm. has a cat and we just got a second cat and when we were doing that we had to be careful about how to feed them yeah, within yeah. each other because you didn't well, want like them. This, this happens with like two dogs as well. Is sort of yeah. like you got to make sure that their portions are evenly fed. And a good way to do that is always to sort of just kind of separate them, put them in a different room when they need to eat. Um, so I imagine like setting them up with their food in their own little safe space is probably the best idea so that your dog isn't eating cat food, which is not good for your dog as well. And not that I've ever seen a cat do it except your cat eating dog food. The cat Ugh, no. Um, though it would probably be less bad than the dog eating cat food because cat food has a lot higher nutrition. Did I say that in a weird way? A bit? A little. A bit, I'm a little just bit. trying to yeah. fall like, no, no, no. I think you made sense, mm, but mm, like mm. I it was, was like, a bit roundabout. Um, yeah. yeah. So if your dog eats cat food, cat food has a lot more sort of nutrition and stuff going in it. So if it eats too much of that, it's actually like a 
nutrition overload and can be really ah. bad for your dog. So like a cat eating dog food isn't necessarily terrible, but you kind of don't want it doing that anyway. On because, the reg. No. Because they're each allergic to different things. Cats and dogs are allergic to very different things. So, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's, it's important know. stuff to know. And yeah, Absolutely. I would always recommend like whenever you're adding pets to your family, whether it's the same animal or new animal. Yeah. Introductions. Like, yeah, doing important. a little bit of research, yeah, yeah and yep. figuring yep. out even like having a baby. Like I think we did talk about one yeah. episode how to um, how to get your dog ready for when you're about to have a baby for That's the first it. time because it's, it's, it's a massive also, change. It's crazy. Um, like especially cats, I think do this is when um, a woman gets pregnant. Cats actually act differently yeah. during the pregnancy stage yeah, yeah. because dogs they can pick too. up on it, and some dogs do as well. Yeah. Um. So like that's really cool to to notice I think yeah. and be aware of yeah and just um, do a little bit can, of research it can freak some animals out in a really bad way um yeah. there have been cases where people have to get rid of their dogs and cats because they haven't handled that transition very yeah. well so yeah and that's yeah. Not what you want so yeah lots of research before buying lots of research <laughs> before when you're... having a baby yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean heard, like, hey. obviously yeah <laughs> and lots of um yeah lots of care and and making sure that you do add to your family carefully and yeah, safely that's for it. all involved. Precisely. Cool, cool, cool. That's so lovely. Yeah. Oh, now I just want to go and get a dog. <laughs> Maybe a Don't cat. Don't we all? Oh, oh, I want a dog so bad. I'm so tempted to look for a, a new place hound. with the backyard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you and your pharaoh hounds. Yeah. Um, I really so, uh, want either Basenji, <laughs> but I think they're going to be hard to find, or I'm now starting to lean towards a greyhound, well, honestly. <laughs> For everybody listening, um, basically um, Lupin, my dog, my pharaoh hound's breeder, has had another litter of puppies down in Melbourne. So I'm trying to convince everybody to get to a pharaoh get hound some hound. so that my pharaoh hound can play with other pharaoh hound. Mm. But Here's up if you the details selfish. on pharaoh hound. It's, it's an easy two grand. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, doggos, I'm coming for you one day. Yep. Uh, till then. Is that it? That's it. Oh. Thank you for listening. Um, you can find us online if you want to ever interact or send us some comments or messages or have a look at our content. We're on Instagram at Floof and Papa Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Floof and Papa. And we are Floof and Papa Podcast. Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah. And we're on, <laughs> if you search us, you'll find us. And we're on um, Facebook, Floof and Papa Podcast. If you search it. Where you think there's an ampersand in there somewhere. I should probably write this stuff down when I say it, but <laughs> if you search us, we'll find us. We're there. It's We're top, around. Top on Google search as well. So, yep. 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 That's uh, that's not Canon Productions. Thank you for hosting us again today. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, this Saturday, the Disney versus Disney debate. I'll yep. be on there um, defending 101 Dalmatians. So have a listen to that one and let us know if we got it right or if Lady and the Tramp happens to be your favourite oh. dog Disney film. Uh, either way, let us know. We'd love to hear. And uh, thanks for tuning in once again. Book, book, goodbye. Book, book, goodbye. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. 
My songs suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. A That's Not Gunner kind of Productions podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.